Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us today. My name is Ken Swanson. This is the AP Laboratory, but it's a special edition. We are going to do some best of episodes. Thought it would be kind of fun, since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, to maybe go back and look at some of the moments uh, from the show throughout the season, and then also maybe do one for the playoffs, and then do one entirely for the Super Bowl. So we, we kind of plan on doing three best of episodes here, uh, just kind of maybe profiling some of our favorite moments uh, from the season. And there was a lot of good stuff that we wound up taking out from the regular season. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Chiefs to this. You know, we'll talk about some of the bad losses of the season. We'll talk about Mahomes' injury. Uh, we'll be talking about Fitzmagic. And it ends with Fitzmagic, of course, because the, the pure elation of those moments uh, at the end of the year were just so great, and it carries us into the playoffs. But we're going to start with the Colts' loss and the very first Chiefs to this ever. So Craig, Maddie, and I all came away with something that maybe didn't get completely reflected in all the questions that we're all just really frustrated about and probably hold higher levels of blame uh, for that loss than than what some may be talking about out there. So uh, Craig had a great idea to call it basically Chiefstivus, which is a play on Festivus. Uh, the airing of grievances will be happening moving forward for every loss that the Chiefs take on this year. So, Craig, why don't you kick us off with Chiefstivus? Who are you upset with? I have a lot of problems with a lot of you people. <laughs> My guy that I have a problem with, we're talking about a handful of plays in this, blaming the offense, blaming the defense. I have a major problem with Dave Tobe, DeAnthony Thomas. <laughs> this changed the entire complexion of the game. The defense comes out of the half, gets two stops. DeAnthony Thomas fields a punt that at worst is probably bouncing back to about the 11-yard line, but at best is probably bouncing into the end zone. Chiefs offense doesn't get anything going. They are forced to punt with a shallow you know, spacing that Colquitt has there, so he punts quicker than normal. Bad punt. Now the Chiefs defense has to go out and defend on a short field. Guys, they had the Colts in a fourth and one situation in the first set of downs. If Dustin Colquitt is punting from the 20-yard line, he's probably going to uncork a much longer one. The Colts are going to have the ball at the 20. If if it's a fourth and one from the Colts 29 with a three-point lead, they're not going to go for it. They're going to punt it. That That's a three-point swing. DeAnthony Thomas doing that. That changes the entire complexion of the game. That changes everything. I'm frankly a little pissed off that he fielded that and that Dave Tobe continues to rely on him. That's a major, major mistake that had a direct effect on the field position game 
and just kind of screwed over a Chiefs defense that wasn't playing very well, but had done enough to that point. My favorite tweet of the night, hands down, Tyler Inlet says, can Tobe get a head coaching gig already? <laughs> this is my favorite. Okay, Maddie, air your grievances. Well, I just want to say quickly, I think we're coming up on the conversation of should Jack Fox have made this team? Because let's not pretend like Dustin Colquitt in his limited opportunities punting the ball this year has been particularly good. Like, he has definitely taken a step back, and it's a punter for the Chiefs. So there's not a whole lot there, usually. But he's had some opportunities to really help them out when they're struggling, and he has not been – his age is starting to show, let's just say that. But he's not who my issue's with. My issue is right up front with Big Red himself, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, Kafka, anybody else involved in this game plan because – the Indianapolis Colts came out and did the exact same thing the Detroit Lions did, only they were even less fancy up front. They literally just rushed four <laughs> players straight forward, played man coverage behind it, and said, hey, Chiefs, beat us with your bum wide receivers because your top two guys are hurt, and the only person that showed up was Byron Pringle, only guy that could beat man coverage all night long. Andy Reid sat there on the sideline, watched this unfold, and called a handful at most of man-beating pass concepts. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of time to get plays out. Slants, quick meshes, things like that, they don't need seven-step drops to call. Start calling some man-beaters. It's obvious what teams are doing to you. You know you don't have Eric Fisher. You know you don't have Tyree Kill. You know that Sammy Watkins is playing on one leg and might barely be effective going into the game. Why is your game plan all these vertical passes with deep drops when this is what's happening? change adjust adapt he didn't even change going into the second half besides running the football more and i get it mahomes was hurt offensive line wasn't playing very good but again when you throw the ball try mesh try getting guys into advantageous positions versus man coverage rather than letting these young wide receivers that are struggling to beat press coverage attempt to do it over and over again I saw them one time in the second half. It looked like they showed mesh and then ran whips out of it. And you know who was wide open? Byron Pringle. The guy that can run a route? The guy that can <laughs> run a route. It was it was really nice play call. But yeah, they probably should have started getting some guys running away a little bit because they... Ugh, it was brutal. All right. My airing of the grievances time. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, guys. How about that first quarter? Now I'm not I'm not airing my grievances against Patrick oh, Mahomes. It sounded man. like that. You no, should have seen the no. look on Matt and I's faces. No, 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 like. no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, this is starting off great. You can air okay, grievances Krampus. against my the way I'm airing the grievances. It's uh-huh. just yeah, awful. No. Look, Patrick. I, I was trying to like play into it. Patrick Mahomes was exceptional the first quarter, guys. Did you see? We saw a glimpse. We saw a glimpse of the Patrick Mahomes we are used to experiencing. He looked so good in that first quarter. He was moving around. He was creative. He was changing directions without any problems whatsoever. It was like the same Patrick Mahomes we're used to seeing, only a more experienced version of him. How cool is that? It's so great. I bet you we got that for four quarters, right? Right? No! No, We didn't. No, we did not! We did not get that because the offensive line keeps running into the ankles of Patrick LeVon Mahomes. We have yet to get the full Patrick Mahomes experience yet this season. We've got it for maybe two quarters. Maybe two quarters. But we keep running into the ankles of the league MVP. He's got a high ankle sprain. He is doing everything in his power to be able to use his superpowers. 
but we are not allowing it to happen because Cameron Irving has no lower body strength. It keeps getting walked back in to the, the places that Patrick Mahomes can feasibly step to deliver a football. Listen, Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes had no confidence in his offensive line the second half. Listen, he was throwing Irving. off his back foot the entire second half. He was timid. He was hurting. He was hobbling because our the the offensive line is so absolutely butt cheeks. It's ridiculous. They sent four guys the whole game. Four. It was a four man rush. I don't. I don't. I don't know how many times they sent more than four. It could have been many, if any. Well, there was a slot blitz that dusted Cam Irving untouched. So. <laughs> Thanks, you would Patty. have thought you would have thought that somebody mentioned any other quarterback but Patrick Mahomes <laughs> on this podcast the way that Kent is ranting right Cameron now. Cameron Irving is so ungood at football and everyone that was trying to tell us, well, he's a good pass protector. No! His process has been bad the entire season. He's been holding on by the, by the seat of his pants for the entire season. He has no balance, no strength. A guy whose feet were supposedly move well, they look terrible when he's trying to pass protect. Okay. Is All this right. a good time I to tell you I, that Cameron Irving is a better pass protector than run blocker? <laughs> that, you know what, guys? It, that that it, was a good... That was a good Chiefs to this. I, I think that was I, a good I really feel good about this. Let's wrestle. All right, let's jump ahead to when Patrick Mahomes hurt his knee against the Denver Broncos and scared all of us to death. I I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing fantastic. The defense is fixed. It's <laughs> it's fixed. I love it. It's great. Everything's great. Uh, I am going to spend this entire week talking about how awesome the defense is because I don't know when we're going to get another one of these. So <laughs> they're wonderful. They're great. I love it. Now let's talk about depressing things, Kit. Craig, I just think it's funny that you know the, the week that we're supposed to be celebrating Steve Spagnolo and his wonderful defense, and then... Everything comes crashing down in the middle of that wonderful performance that I really enjoyed watching, but could not really enjoy uh, in the moment. Had to Don't watch lie it to later. Us, Kent. You did not enjoy. You did not about at all. Listen, we can pull up the DM if we want to pull that yeah. up. You did not enjoy it. I enjoyed it, but I I was worried I about Pat. But I I compartmentalized that and put it to the side and enjoyed the rest of the performance. I I was a little hazy. I was a little bit hazy for the entirety of of the the final three quarters of that football game. I I blacked out a little bit. Hey, so Joe Flacco, point. huh? <laughs> so did Joe Flacco and Garrett Bowles. Actually. What did you say, buddy? Joe Joe Flacco was definitely hazy. That's that's for certain. Oh, and yeah. Garrett Bowles was definitely blacked out. Oh on the field. my, one hundred percent. Garrett Bowles is just very bad at football. And it's really funny, guys, because he was an older prospect. Did you know uh, that? Don't don't huh. make me bring out Jordan Aiken's success this year so far, Kent. Okay. He's been great. J- Jordan Aiken's good for him. Uh what about Darius Shepard last year? And anyways, we don't have to go there. There's olds olds don't uh do well in the draft. Okay. Well, Thornhill was uh not a spring chicken in terms of the draft. That's okay. Okay. The, he was. He, that was an exception. Okay, I even gotcha. admitted that there was an exception there. <laughs> Checks out. 
<laughs> yeah, it checks out. Okay, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes' injury. He gets uh, in a fourth and one. Uh, they quarterback sneak. His knee gets fallen on. Not his left ankle. His right knee gets fallen on. Dislocated kneecap. I'm sure you guys already know. Um, I was terrified. I thought the season was over. I thought he was done. I thought we were going to be in tank mode, and the KC draft guy was going to sell like hotcakes because we were going to have an early pick. Still is. <laughs> but he survives. I he survives. Uh, he walks off the field. He refuses a cart. Uh, I I think best case scenario we can get there first. We can get there in a little bit to talk about best case scenario and all this good stuff. But Maddie, I know you really had a problem with the play calling. Is that right? Yeah, it's it was definitely not my favorite play call, and I think some people didn't quite understand where I was coming from. It has nothing to do with the knee injury. Take away what happened on the play, how the play went down. That has nothing to do with my issue of the play call. My issue was the play going into Patrick Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes himself saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and deciding to QB sneak where you're going to have multiple 300-pound linemen fall on your legs, guaranteed, and there's nothing that he can do as a quarterback or the team can do about it to stop it from happening. That seems like a interesting risk-reward decision to make because he can't help that. He can't prevent guys from landing on his ankle, from the stuff that happens at the bottom of the pile happening. There's nothing he can do to stop it. People want to talk about how it's more likely that he gets hurt on a passing play or getting hit. And I don't disagree on the odds, but it's in his control to stop that from happening. He has the ability to throw the ball away, throw it to a receiver. His teammates can block and make that not happen, looking at you, Cam Irving. However, on a QB sneak, there is nothing that he can do to prevent a 300-pound defensive tackle from jumping knee first onto his ankle. He can't stop that from happening. It's going to happen, and it's not illegal for the defense to do it. I don't understand when his ankle injury cost you the last two games, cost you wins, why you put him in that situation at that time in the game for that minimal of a reward. That was the only place I'm coming from. The knee injury has absolutely nothing to do with it. Craig, nah, anything? Yeah, I, I was fine with it. I Honestly, I was fine with it. I, Patrick Mahomes is a gamer. He wants the ball in his hands. I get it. I get exactly where Matt's coming from. I Personally, I would have rather had the sausage run the ball. I get that the QB sneaks are incredibly you know, efficient and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, we, we handed the ball off to Anthony Sherman a couple of times on Thursday night, and he picked them both, or he picked them both up there. So... I would have gone with that route for that exact reason. I don't, I don't want to put him in any sort of harm. Give him a little space. That being said, that's a freak injury. Like that, that's yeah. just a freak injury, and it sucks because yeah, he, uh, him laying on top of Austin Ryder. Poor Austin Ryder had to lay still because his quarterback is screaming and writhing in pain on top of him, and he knows he can't move. So he's just got to lay there on his stomach with Patrick Mahomes laying on top of him. I, it, uh, it was such such a, a rush of emotions right then and there. I thought he was done, and then him getting up and walking off the field, and then here I thought, well, maybe that's a tear of some kind, you know. And then it just kept getting better and better and better and better. Like it, literally every time we hear something about it, right. it gets better. It, so 
I want all of the news about, about Patrick Mahomes right now because it's not gotten worse yet. We're gonna we're gonna find out like tomorrow that it actually wasn't Patrick Mahomes' kneecap that was dislocated. It was just his knee pad. Mahomes, there was some confusion. It was he wasn't exactly sure what was going on. He kind of was nervous and couldn't tell if it was his kneecap or his knee pad. And like that's really where we're trending at this point. The Chiefs went ahead and won a football game without Patrick Mahomes against the Minnesota Vikings. We gave you guys a chance to get some of your takes off and uh, had a few takes of our own about Kirk Cousins. Uh, you guys had some really, really good jokes uh, in, in, the, in the questions on the laboratory. So we had to just... I'm just going to read them out and you guys can, and just, you can just take them. Uh, but we're not really going to respond to them. They're, they're fantastic though. Irish KC Chiefs. So now that Matt Moore is the second best quarterback in the National Football League, how many first-round picks do the Chiefs get for him? Uh, and a lot of Matt Moore jokes. Justin D. Spear, but this one wasn't. Justin D. Spear, who's the best cornerback of all time? Daryl Revis, Deion Sanders, Charvarius Ward, Chant Bailey, Rashad Fenton, or Herb oh, Miller? We got, a, we got a Herb Miller callback. <laughs> oh, you, you're an OG, uh, Justin D. Spear. Uh, Charlie Boy International says, please discuss other things that move at 28 miles an hour. <laughs> Kent Swanson towards things that he shouldn't be ordering at a restaurant. Oh, come on. I went to Q39 <laughs> today or this weekend and I ordered barbecue. I actually had uh, had lunch with or had dinner with uh, with Keith McClain. So shout out to that, oh, to nice. our pal Keith McLean. We enjoy Craig, that you got to meet him. I also like that you are finally acknowledging that what you normally order there is not barbecue. It's not barbecue. Uh, we, had a, we had a conversation with the uh, waiter there, and we both were oh, lamenting the, uh, the, the smoke fried chicken sandwich being gone. The reason it's gone is because the prep time and the amount of time and effort they put into that perfection is was just too much because they smoke it and then they fry it. Uh, Craig Hulse, he says, should we trade Mahomes for a linebacker since Moore has established himself as the quarterback of the future? Uh, and ready aim lion, Matt Moore for Khalil Mack even up, or do the Bears have to add a third? <laughs> just well done, fellas. Well I mean, done, just family. like I said the week before, I, I'm okay with Matt Moore for uh, Kyle Fuller. So. If you're gonna if you're gonna trade uh if, if you're gonna trade Matt Moore for Khalil Mack straight up, you you're gonna need more fellas. Chiefs board asks, what are the chances the Chiefs win out and the Patriots lose two plus? What would the implications of that be? I think that it's going to be a it's a strong stretch to see the Patriots losing two plus more games. They have a hard schedule coming up, so it's not impossible. Just Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, they're not they're still not at the point right now where you're going to expect them to lose this many games. The Chiefs winning out also a possibility. Like I wouldn't say any of this would be unheard of. It's just that's a lot of games in a row for the Chiefs to win. It's not a particularly hard schedule. They do play each other, which is probably each team's hardest matchup left. It's just getting both those things to happen seems like the odds would be pretty low. That would set the Chiefs up in a good spot to contend for the first seed. And if they beat the Patriots, which the question implies, they would probably have a, the tiebreaker there as well. So, I mean, that would be good. You get that bye week for sure. It's just I, I don't see it happening with the lead the Patriots have starting undefeated for the first eight weeks. 
I, I think it comes down to this weekend. If the Patriots lose to the Eagles, there's a shot. That uh, That's your shot right there. Uh, they also have the Cowboys still on their schedule and the Chiefs still on their schedule. The Texans are also there. Maybe they can sneak up a little bit, but realistically, the Patriots should win the rest of their games. It is a little harder, but I, I think that winning is really hard in the NFL. It's very, very hard to do. And I think maybe our expectation is that when Mahomes back and the Stephens playing like this, that we should be able to rattle off a bunch of wins in a row. And hey, if they're playing to the best of their ability, they definitely should. They should be able to beat every one of these teams left on the schedule. But you got to think that maybe there'll be a stinker in there somewhere. So asking the Chiefs to sort of win out would be rough, I think. I mean, they they got to beat the Patriots, obviously, for there to have any chance. But let's keep an eye on Tom Brady here, fellas. He's 42, starting to show his age a little bit. The weather's about to get colder. The hits are accumulating. Anytime he gets hit, makes it a little bit more difficult for him to continue to sustain success at this age. I mean, he's he's a freak of nature, but man, come on. Brandon Jones asks, is the run defense legitimately fixed or have we just been throwing more bodies at it to cover our deficiencies and make Kirk Cousins play quarterback? Is this sustainable against balanced pass rush teams with quarterbacks not named Kirk Cousins? I'm leading this question off just because this is my window to dunk on Kirk Cousins, that milk drinker who is afraid Again, of, of any kind of pressure, a hint of pressure, and he can't complete a pass in the flat. He overthrew his receiver in the flat like three times this week. Easy completions. And with the tackling abilities of the Chiefs and the linebackers, you should be able to get positive yards on that. But no. Kirk Cousins, the back foot milk drinker, just had an abysmal performance. It was beautiful. It was validating it sparked all the joy in my life. What a beautiful... The better quarterback won. The better ca- quarterback won this week. Okay, guys, legitimately answer the question now. Kent hates milk. Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun, but it's the experiences that people love the most about traveling. When you get back home, that t-shirt might fade and that snow globe might break, but it's those once-in-a-lifetime memories that will last. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like architectural sightseeing, snorkeling excursions, sunset cruises, and so much more. With Viator, you can reserve everything from simple tours to thrilling adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. Whether you're a foodie, a history buff, or an adrenaline junkie, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you can have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? 
Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, now we jump ahead to the Tennessee Titans loss. Patrick Mahomes' first game back. I think this might have been the most frustrated we all were the entire season. So, of course, we had to air more grievances to kick things off. And you guys had your own grievances yourselves. If you aren't aware of what the airing of the grievances episodes look like, basically it's it's an opportunity for you guys to get some of your takes off. I read them aloud. I've compartmentalized them all into different subjects. We'll go through and just read some of you guys' takes, some of your angst, and then we'll just kind of talk about the root of that angst. So the first one, I think we got to start. You guys are mad at us. Uh, <laughs> so we'll just start there. Andrew Richards, six. Stop picking blowouts. I'm looking at you, Kent, Craig, Matt. Yeah, we earned that one. Blazing J, zero, zero. Kent Swanson needs to stop live tweeting games. I'll wear that. Dat and Yado says, neither fun nor run was established. <laughs> Big, Lars Root, li- Big Lars Brew, the fun is yet to be established. Uh, not your normal hero. Now is a good time to promote the next Casey Draft Guide. It's week 10, and I'm ready to find out what late round pick can replace Cam Irving at Fisher's backup. Thank you guys all. Uh, Maddie, I think you alluded to it before the game, though. We need to stop just all picking blowouts because bad things happen. Anytime I feel like we've all three picked a blowout, this is going back to last year when we kind of started this, it's never a blowout. It's not always a loss, but it's just a close, sloppier game than we expect. Anytime the three of us are in agreement that the Chiefs are going to win big, you can just go ahead and cancel your afternoon plans. You will be watching the game until the very end, oftentimes ending up upset afterwards because we are just 100% incorrect when we pick blowouts across the board. Or, you you know, maybe just don't watch because it's going to be incredibly frustrating and they'll do something insanely moronic in the last five minutes of the game if we all pick blowouts or several things that or are moronic in the last insanely five moronic things in the last five minutes of the game yeah yeah this this is on us we'll we'll take the blame for it i i mean that's what my mentions are on twitter anyway so i'll just go ahead and take the blame for it I am picking the Chargers to win by a thousand next week. I just want to that, focus on the draft guide. So, can we move on to the draft section? Yeah, the KC draft guide will be available in April. Pre-sales will start sometime in early 2020. Uh, okay, Andy Reid time. Andy Reid, it is time. We'll start with you because everything starts with you, Andy. Scarred Chief, maybe he's the Alex Smith of coaches. The real K swag. Why does Andy Reid always have to try cute plays to prove he's the smartest guy in the room? Uh, Joshua Evers. Were there any coaches in the building this week? (laughs) Jesse Alkire. Nothing will happen. Andy Reid takes responsibility. Nothing changes for this team. And they continue to slide. I think Corey Peter also had a take in there. Uh, Yeah. Craig, I'm sure you have some Andy Reid takes. I just... I I don't get how this team can be this undisciplined against bad teams. It and it starts with Andy. 
and it kind of ends with Andy as well. I mean, it propagates through all the players and the coaches and everything like that, but permeates throughout the building. Permeates throughout the building. I mean, when they showed that Andy Reid hadn't beaten the Tennessee Titans twice, did anybody else sit back and look at the broadcast and think, you know what? The Tennessee Titans really haven't been good for ever. Ever. Like, I mean, they've had a couple decent seasons here and there, and Andy Reid can't figure out a way to beat them. And every time we've seen him with the Chiefs, we I mean, we have seen one win against the Ryan Fitzpatrick Titans, but they always find some sort of dumb way to lose. It's just, it's undisciplined. And Andy always takes the blame, but he really has to wear the full blame for this one this week. That's an utter meltdown by an undisciplined team right there. Josh Zachariah. Penal should have been 100 or should have 100% been active. You knew Tennessee was going to run. I have an air I have a grievance with Mike Pennell. I have a grievance with Mike Pennell. Because it's obvious that Mike Pennell did something to Steve Spagnolo or his family this week. To the point where he was not going to be active for this football game. So Mike Pennell, whatever horrific thing you did to to Steve Spagnolo, I have a grievance for you because that's the only logical reason I can come up with for you not playing in this game. The, the Titans do one thing well. Actually, no, the Titans do a lot of things well, we found out, because they were going up against the Chiefs' corners. We'll get there. This is a running football team. Mike Pennell wasn't the only problem with the run defense, but does he get washed on that on that run by uh, the, the, does he get washed like Joey Ivy did? I don't think so. Sorry, Craig. I know Pro- he was the only problem with the with the with the running game. I think you had some things about the linebackers. <laughs> I I, you I wanted do. to say. I just think it's so funny that a twenty eight year old journeyman defensive tackle is garnering the amount of attention from not just Kent but literally. Every Chiefs fan out there for being inactive. Guys, I believe the Chiefs thought that they were going to be playing with the lead. So they wanted they Joey. Were. They, they were. They wanted were Joey Ivy's pass rush out there when the Titans had to throw. Oh, Joey Ivy's pass rush. What I'm were they going to do without I'm, Joey Ivy's pass rush? Just trying to justify it. The difference but, in the uh, game is going to be Joey Ivy's pass rush. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, kids really heard about that. Guys, did you know a lot of that 122 of Derrick Henry's 188 rushing yards was with the Chiefs in their base defense when they had all of their heavy personnel on the field? 122. That's 11.09 yards per rush. With My their heavy, didn't give up a yard. With their heavy rushing. personnel. Reggie Ragland's on the field there. Colin Saunders, Derek Noddy, Chris Jones playing defensive end. These guys are out there. The heavy personnel that worked the previous three weeks was out there on the field. Yes, minus Mike Pinnell. Maybe Mike Pinnell makes a bigger difference than, than you know these other guys did. But it's not like the heavy personnel lined up and did their jobs this week. They did not play the run like they did before gap discipline went back to just being god-awful again and these linebackers are just getting constantly washed and over pursuing the defensive ends are not squeezing backside cut lanes and then just flat out missed tackles guys 
it was all bad. It's not just this one guy in there that is going to make that significant of a difference. Yes, he should be in the lineup next week. I'm not saying otherwise, but it's more than just that one guy that things went wrong out of the base defense this week. All right, we close this episode out of the best of the regular season with probably my favorite moment of the entire regular season. First, it's me completely having a lack of faith at all in Ryan Fitzpatrick before the game happens, and then me having to catch a few L's gladly and celebrate and bask in the Fitz magic. Let's listen to that right now. Uh, Simu7, do you think Miami could possibly upset the Pats no, I don't. I, I, I'm not even pretending like I'm going to be paying attention to that game because it could be 14 nothing going into the fourth quarter, and I wouldn't expect him. I honestly, I don't know if the Patriots' offense is going to have to do a thing the entire game. The defense might outscore the Dolphins this week. The Patriots' defense might outscore the Dolphins this week. I'm, I'm, that's not a joke. Fitz, that's not a joke. Fitz magic, man. I'm going to need you to believe in Fitz magic here because this guy puts up some wild games in the most wild circumstance, and this would be one to see Rob Gronkowski come out of retirement, play safety, and get burned on a Hail Mary. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us today. My name's Kent Swanson. This is the AP Laboratory. It is a mailbag edition. It is the greatest mailbag edition in the history of mailbag editions. I am irrationally excited. I am I am I'm un, unintentionally arrowhead chopping right now, and that he, is he is flailing wildly <laughs> right now. You guys, this is amazing. I'm, He's so excited. I'm so excited. This is going to be one of the most enjoyable episodes I think we've ever done here to help me enjoy and bask in the Fitz magic is my friend first find him on Twitter at chief in Carolina Matthew Lane how are you my friend I have so much to get off my chest but nothing I have to start more with than the fact that you Kenny Swanson doubted Ryan Fitzpatrick on this very podcast you slandered the man the myth the legend that is Ryan Fitzmagic and said he could not do it I he, he said he said zero percent chance I did zero you're right I did I I'm an idiot I'm so dumb I I have slandered Ryan Fitzpatrick my entire life I have had fisticuff arguments with people about the value of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Granted, those people were trying to say he was like a top 20 quarterback. He's still not. He's number two now. (laughs) Goes Patrick Mahomes, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick just slid right in there and stole the Patriots by. It's Mr. (laughs) Studio by. I'm going to sing a lot. All right. The other reason that I am happy is because I now have roughly 13 straight days where I get to just focus on the NFL draft and watch only draft prospects. So this is like this is like Christmas come a week later for me, and it's perfectly riding into the new year. We're joined also by our buddy Craig Stout. You've heard him jump in a few times now. He can't contain his excitement either. How are you doing today, bud? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I don't know if you guys know you know kind of see we do this on video chat for those of you who don't know but um you might see i've got a little bit more of a glow maybe a little bit of a redness because i've been basking in the fitz magic <laughs> for the past 24 hours oh, this oh, is fitz amazing magic. oh you know. he, 
I I have never been more elated than the end of that Chiefs game. That that was phenomenal. That was fantastic, and it couldn't have happened to a worse franchise. I'm just oh my goodness, it was amazing. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's get into it. I like I I cannot contain. I was a little pitchy there on the Fitz song. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, my career is not in music. This is a little bit different of a week because of of what has transpired in the last you know two days. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and just jump into the Twitter questions. Ethan Kotke asks, "Which got a bigger reaction out of you, the Dolphins win or the Chiefs win?" It was the Dolphins win. I was watching from my phone. I was watching on ESPN for the majority of the day. There was like moments where it was like a 58% chance that the the Patriots were going to win. And then it got up to like 57 that the Dolphins were win. Then Tom Brady miraculously on a third and 13 threw a screen pass like a total coward because they're afraid and they can't do anything offensively to save their lives. They had to throw a third and goal uh, from the 13 yard. They had to throw a screen pass. It worked. It turned into like an 80% chance of the Patriots winning. But no, Ryan Fitzmadrick went in and and drove down the field. Someone put it to the Titanic music, and I it, I've watched it on repeats for the last twelve hours. This is a reverse Cam Irving rant right now. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that thing about the, a positive rant, that thing about a, an excited rant. That thing about the Chiefs game has done this to me. This is all Fitz magic. <laughs> Kevin Harlan, actually, Kevin Harlan's call did that to me. Like <laughs> that, that might have been my amazing call. Maddie, amazing call. Maddie is like laughing hysterically at me right now. I'm sorry. I can't contain my joy. You can't. You can't take me down today. I wish we still did live shows so that everybody could see that Kent is burning more calories during this podcast by waving his arms frantically than he probably did all of 2019 because he has not stopped bouncing off the walls. I, I, at, the, at the buzzer of 2019, got out, got my biggest workout of the season in, and it's sitting in a chair podcasting with my friends. But yeah, I mean, I'm with Kent. I think the Chiefs beating the Chargers was kind of expected. It was nice to see. But without the Dolphins beating the Patriots, it essentially came for nothing. The Texans weren't playing their starters. The Texans had kind of given in, thought that they were just going to play for that fourth seed anyway. So the Chiefs winning didn't do a whole lot for me. But it's nice to see your team win. But I think had the Patriots won, I would have been a lot more focused on the Juan Thornhill injury rather than getting the two seed. So it was definitely Brian Fitzpatrick helping the Chiefs get that two seed that got me the buzz going. Sweep it. I, <laughs> I did, it was a sigh of relief when the Chiefs scored, when Damian Williams, who had himself a fantastic day. Uh, that's the best we've seen Damian Williams look all year long. But uh, he he pulled that off, got into the end zone, took a sigh of relief. Then Miami scored, and I ran around my downstairs with my fists in the air <laughs> because the Chiefs are getting a bye. I was so ecstatic. So, yeah, it, it was the Dolphins win. I was sitting – I was in Wichita. That's why I was with – you know, I, I podcasted with Craig last week. I was in Wichita. I was with my wife's family. 
Uh, it was a little <laughs> bit of a different locale than I'm used to watching a game in because, I mean, it's not my basement. It's not my TV. You know, a lot of people, a lot of kids running around. I wasn't exactly in my element. Did not matter. I was, <laughs> I, I was giddy. I embarrassed myself a little bit in front of my family. Don't care at all. <laughs> it was it was pure elation. I, I so many things like I, I watched. You know, I, I've I've listened back. I listened to the Arrowhead Pride post game show. Listen to that if you haven't. It is phenomenal. Ecstatic callers. Just, un- Just fun- yes. Unbridled joy. That's how I feel. This is my chance <laughs> to live with them. Kevin Harlan's call, man. It gave me chills. Amazing. Like he like he, he started explaining the Ryan Fitzpatrick touchdown and then like at the perfect time Arrowhead just loses it and he kind of just leads into the whole thing. It was it was beautiful. I am so glad that Kevin Harlan was on the call for this game. It made it perfect. I'm going to make that my ringtone and anytime someone calls me, I'm not going to pick up. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> So I can hear more it's of that literally, call. Kid's gonna be sitting there, and somebody's gonna hear Kevin Harlan scream, "I'm calling both games." <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's gonna be my text. I'm calling yep. both games. Gosh, he's so good at his job. He is so good at his job. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It, it, this is going off the rails very quickly. Uh, Peterson Chiefs asks is ryan fitzpatrick the greatest journeyman player in sports history and should they give him a ring when they win it all yes he is not only the greatest journeyman player and not only they should give him a ring i looked into changing my son's name to ryan (laughs) the the process is very difficult still thought really hard about it just change his middle name to fitzmagic you definitely should have been changing to Fitzmagic, not Ryan. That's significantly better. And that way everybody would know is every time they met him, oh, you're named after the greatest journeyman athlete of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pretty much. And uh, let's you in on a little something here, guys. They are fairly liberal with those rings. Like I, I've heard stories about NFL franchises. They like to hand those out. Like everybody in the building gets them. People associated with the building gets one. I believe we even talked about this a little bit last year when the Chiefs were knocking on the door a little bit that, yeah, Alex Smith probably would have gotten a ring with that team because of the work that he'd done with Patrick Mahomes and everything like that. I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Andy Reid procures another ring and ships it down to Miami to Ryan Fitzpatrick. By all means. Why not? Why not? I, I would I would try, I would love to find like I, I hope the petition to get Fitzpatrick to bang the drum happens to bang the drum I hope yes. the Patriots are the team that they're playing oh how delicious would that be if it's the Patriots they have to let him bang the drum have right to. have to it, have to All right, that is going to do it for the regular season edition of the Best of the Arrowhead Pride Laboratory. It was a lot of fun. It was great to end on such a positive note, such a season of highs and lows, uh, ending with Fitzmagic and leading to a Super Bowl, which we will be covering here with an entire episode devoted to that. But before we're going to do one for the rest of the playoffs, be on the lookout for that. Uh, This has been a lot of fun to make. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it. And uh, we'll be back with some more of that, as well as our usual Arrowhead Pride podcast content. We'll catch you later.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment, combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features.